My name is Devin Blankenbiller, and welcome to another episode of the Going Deeper podcast, where our goal each week is to dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word so we can attach our lives to it. And uh, we're thankful for you joining us today. So um, listen, here's one thing about God's Word when we read it, uh, and faith in general, that we must always be careful never to separate or segregate or compartmentalize our faith. It's very common, isn't it, to to view God's will for our lives when we go to church or, hey, I'm doing God's will when I'm reading the Bible or when I'm praying or going to a small group or even going on a mission trip. But then when those things are not happening, we sometimes lose awareness that God still has a purpose in the little areas of our life, that God still wants to use us in the little areas and and that we can still walk out his purpose and plan for our lives, that we shouldn't compartmentalize. So today we're going to be digging deeper into John chapter 4. And um, if you know anything about John 4, uh, the first 45 verses in John 4, there's this story of Jesus meeting this woman in Samaria who comes to a well and he, you know, just reveals himself to her. And I love this story because she encounters Jesus. It's just an everyday interaction and she leaves with her life forever changed. And, and, And then she goes and she tells people in the town, right, and their lives are forever changed. Why? Because they all met Jesus. And and I love seeing lives change, not only in scripture, but just in everyday life, you know, around us, because we know Jesus changes lives. And uh, But when I see it in scripture, I try to take cues on how that life change is happening so that we can see how it can happen in our lives today. So we're going to just read the first 15 verses of this passage here in John chapter 3. And it says this in, I'm sorry, John 4. It says, now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples, He left Judea and departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. Now a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For the Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who was it who was that was saying this to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He has given us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. So as we hear this big story of Jesus having this encounter with this woman, I want to go back to how the story sets up. And I just want to ask you a couple questions about how this story 
unfolds, right? So here's a couple of questions because John gives us a lot of detail, and I love this about John. So question number one, why did Jesus leave Judea and go to Galilee? It says clearly, it says, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, he left Judea um, because he didn't want to get involved basically in a dispute with the Pharisees. So his purpose had nothing to do with this woman. He was just like, hey, it's time for us to leave. They were in southern Judea. They were heading to northern Israel in Galilee. And so that's why they left. Question number two, why did he go to Samaria? Well, it says that he had to pass through Samaria, so he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar. So he wasn't making some special trip. He wasn't saying, hey, as we're heading north, let's let's bypass to Samaria because I feel like there's a purpose for me to be there. He had to go through there, right? Here's the next question. Why did he stop at this well? Well, to talk to a woman? No, it says... Jacob's well was there, and so Jesus was wearied from his journey, and he was sitting beside the well, and it was the sixth hour. The sixth hour means it was noontime in the Jewish timetable. So he was hot, he was thirsty, he was weary. There wasn't even anybody there to talk to when he stepped by the well. And, and my last question is, why did the woman come to the well? Well, many, you know, here she comes at noon. Many theologians believe and, and know from history that People went to the wells, especially the women. They drew well in the morning or in the evening. They didn't come during the day. So she was avoiding people. She wanted to be alone. She was probably disgraced or an outcast from her town. uh, Later it says she had five husbands, and the one she was with now isn't her husband. So she was going there to be alone, right? So I say all that to say this big point. This appointment, this normal appointment between this woman and Jesus was a completely random meeting that turned into a divine appointment, right? John gives no indication that Jesus tried to set this up. So how did this ordinary random meeting turn into such a divine appointment? Here's why. Because Jesus was aware. Jesus was aware of God's will everywhere he went. Jesus never had a moment where he was not thinking, what is God's will for his life, right? So when Jesus was traveling to Galilee, he's thinking, God, what is your will and purpose for me today? When he's traveling through Samaria, God, what is your will and purpose for me today? When he was stopping for a drink, right, he's weary, but God, what is your will and your purpose? When he was talking to the Samaritan woman, he's thinking, God, what is your will and purpose. See, Jesus was always aware of his Father's will in everything he did. Now, I don't know about you, but it's lunchtime. Jesus is sitting by the well. It's in the sixth hour, which means it's around noon. What do you think of when it's lunchtime? I'll tell you what I think about. I kind of sometimes, I'm thinking about it right now. I start thinking about lunch, right? I start thinking about food. Where were his disciples at? They were all buying food because that's what they were aware of. They were aware that they were hungry. And we fall into this. We become so aware of our own needs and we get consumed with our own needs, our own desires, and we're so quick to lose our awareness of the will of God. And so when the disciples came back and they're like, Jesus, you want some food? Down in verse 34, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Basically saying like, listen, this is what I'm always aware of and this is what I am in need of. I need to do my father's 
will. So how can we apply this to our lives? Uh, this simple truth of, of learning to be aware of our Father's will, of God's will for our life. Uh, let me just say this. Sometimes when we think about doing God's will, we will we think big picture, big huge picture. So we think, uh, uh, is it God's will? Uh, maybe I need to go on a mission trip. Listen, we don't need to alter the course of our day to do God's will for our life. Listen, where is God calling you to go today? Is he calling you to go for a walk this morning? Are you going to school? Are you Zooming with coworkers at one o'clock? Are you taking your kids to practice? Are you heading to the hospital? Listen, open your eyes to God's will all around you. And as you open your eyes, you'll see divine appointments come your way. Listen, God's will doesn't have to be, I need to go to Bible school for four years, right? Now, if God calls you to go to Bible school, go. But we don't need to strive to make something happen. What we need to do is just slow down and care for the people right in front of us. So I want to ask you, who is God putting in your path today? How can you slow down and love them? How can you listen to them? How can you have compassion? And and most importantly, how can you speak God's truth into their life in love today, right? And lastly, listen, God's will is not let me get around everyone who's like me and let me just, you know, it's all just about gathering with people who are like me. A lot of times God's will is about getting around people that are not like you, just like Jesus was around this woman who was not like him. Listen, don't be afraid to be around people that are different than you. And don't be afraid to be in awkward conversations. Embrace awkwardness. This is this was an awkward conversation with Jesus and this woman at the well. I mean, right? I mean, she's like, why are you talking to me? I'm a Samaritan woman. We shouldn't be talking like this, right? But Jesus understood, and we need to understood that many times God will use awkward situations and he will turn them into divine appointments. Because sometimes it's when we embrace those awkward moments those moments that we're not expecting, but we just say, God, what is your will in this moment? When we embrace them, we become needy for God. When we become needy for God, our ears open to what God wants to do in these moments. So as I, we close today and recap, let me just say, listen, Jesus didn't need a special trip. He didn't need to say, hey, I have a, an agenda and a plan to meet this woman at the well. No, it was a part of his everyday travel. But Jesus turned that everyday um, moment into a divine appointment because he was aware of his father's will. And today I just want to challenge you, take a moment to pray and just say, God, lead me in, in the ordinary areas of my life. Say, God, make me aware of what your will is today, this hour, next hour. Say, God, help me to embrace even the awkward moments that might come my way. And just say, God, use me. Use me to see life change happen as regular people encounter Jesus. Let me close in prayer. God, thank you again for your word. And Father, thank you that it's in the ordinary moments of life that you bring divine appointments. And so we just say, Lord, bring divine appointments into our lives. Make us more aware of your will all around us every day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, thank you again for listening today. We hope that this has been an encouragement to you. If it has, put a review on Apple Podcasts or give us a, a comment below or a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate that. Share this with somebody who you think would be encouraged by it. And lastly, remember to keep going deep into the bedrock of God's word. God bless.